0: Thank you for tuning in to Cop With Comic. I'm Brian Cobb and we're with Comic Courtney Fearington. Courtney Fearington, how the hell are
1: you? Uh, pretty good, Brian. How are you, man? Oh, good. Thanks so much
0: for coming on, man. The world has gone to shit.
1: Yeah, hell in a handbasket. you got a couple of days left. I'm glad I can record a podcast before it's all over.
0: <laughs> but but one thing that's keeping me entertained in the, in the meantime is, is your tweets. I follow you on Big C Comedy, and you really hit the nail on the head about, you know, your tweets just really capture what we fucking want to do. We just kind of escape into stupid shit. You have some tweets about pe- pizza bagels and, and changing from your, your work hoodie into your home hoodie and vice versa, and it's just fucking the escapist comedy I need.
1: Uh, thanks man um yeah it's a, it's this weird line that i teeter every day uh from <laughs> it's 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 from goofy to militant i don't think there's no there's no, <laughs> there's no in between for some reason it's either i wake up and i am very militant or uh super goofy
0: and when the world is so fucking militant it's like man i really feel like some sweatpants right now
1: yeah, I, I you know, honestly, I don't think that we're ever going to get out of sweatpants. This is, this is it. We've been ruined from jeans. From, <laughs> <laughs> we've been in quarantine um, for ninety days, depending wow. on where you
0: live. Uh, that's that's so, fucking. That's fucking necessary bullshit, though, right?
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly. So I mean, with cases spiking, you know, uh, from cities that open. Uh, I feel like people aren't going to put on jeans anymore, and I don't blame them. I,
0: <laughs> they will not stand for jeans anymore. They'll be like, no, 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 no. no. We're not going to fucking stand for that bullshit.
1: It, when offices open back up, I'm, I am going to be one of the ones that pushes for uh,
0: kind of just like you know, casual
1: but professional sweatpants in the workplace. Yeah,
0: yeah I love it. Yeah. Courtney Farrington is leading the fucking charge.
1: Yeah, man. <laughs> uh, you are yeah, yeah, see they- someone... W- a suit jacket, uh, like a, just like a a nice blazer and a pair of uh track pants.
0: dude, I love that, man. and I, I what I like is that um you know if they are going to make us come to the office and put us in danger like that, at least let us be comfortable while we get sick and die. thank you. that's all that's all I need. <laughs> that's all I need. but I, yeah, I'm totally waiting for the Courtney Fearington line of uh, suit coat sweatpants, and and you know, I'll be the first to fucking sign up, but what where have you been doing comedy in the meantime? Have you been doing any zoom shows?
1: yeah been doing zoom shows um uh i don't know what other comics are saying but i'm going to go on record and go Zoom's are, zoom shows are the worst
0: okay. uh,
1: they're the, they're like the hardest thing um that we can do for so many reasons uh one because the feedback isn't instant um yeah. two because you have a close-up of everyone's face
0: that's something that you don't have <laughs> when you're on the stage yeah, who told who told zoom <laughs> that people wanted that shit yeah, hey, zoom out just a little bit. Just <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you're right. What the fuck, man? I guess it's a feature, not a bug if it's in the name, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so you're watching everyone's facial tics.
1: Uh, you're watching people look down at their phones or be distracted, but from a very close perspective. And yeah. for me, it's distracting.
0: Yeah, and, and what do they do? They unmute at the end so you can hear clapping. And in between there, you got everybody muted so that nobody can chime in
1: uh i've done some where people were unmuted um oh and i've done some where it was uh just the hosts um unmuted and you just have kind of like a back and forth with the host which i mean that i think that's better this is technically a zoom comedy show <laughs> me and you oh, there you go
0: <laughs> but too, i mean like that's the last thing you want like to interact with the fucking host right i mean at least it's something but my lord it's not, you, you and the host are not buddies on every fucking zoom show uh, true but I've
1: only <laughs> done I've only done Zoom shows of people who uh, I'm friends with so okay. it made it a lot easier
0: And so, yeah, so is there a better way I mean during quarantine is there a better way or do we just have to kind of wait till New York City opens back up
1: um, I think there is a better way and I mean I'm not I'm not doing the thing that I'm preaching but I'm just like this is the best time to be your most creative and innovative I mean, No pressure to do it if you can't because there is the stress of the world on your back. But yeah. if you can, do some fun stuff, some innovative stuff, some cool stuff, some writing. Um, now's the time to do all of the things that you couldn't do because you were distracted by uh, that, that drug of trying to be on stage. So yeah. if you can't do a Zoom show, um, I think there's other outlets. There's more, there's more outlets for us to explore as stand-ups, which uh, if you can use this time wisely, man, sh- the world,
0: yours. Dude, yeah, and I think, I think I get that from some of your comedy. I think I saw your, uh, you know, on your website, you have a couple stand up videos up there, and I took them both down. They were, uh, what, Value of a Dollar? I think, um, <laughs> yeah, Value of a Dollar in the whole neighborhood thing. Where the fuck is it? Yeah, Dangerous. I think it's called Dangerous Crowns and Value of a Dollar. Like, yeah. uh, you know, what was it like, you know, doing comedy in DC as opposed to New York City? And, um, and teach me about the Value of a Dollar because I thought that was pretty, uh, pretty, pretty real and poignant.
1: Um, I think the comedy in DC for me was a bit. Di- it's 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 just home and where you start. Uh yeah. So there's are like a you're, level. You're, you're, of you're from there, yeah. Right, right. So there's a level of comfort with being uh, adventurous on stage, trying something, saying something cool. Um, I put a lot of pressure on myself in New York, so the difference here is just like I always felt like I had to be, uh, the best I could be. And then if I felt like I wasn't that, um, that I beat myself up. And then I also didn't leave myself room to kind of try new things and and be fun and spontaneous up until recently.
0: And so you were more comfortable doing that in in D.C., but that will probably transfer over into your uh, next New York City stage time.
1: Right, right, right. So it took me a while to get comfortable in New York. So I've been here for about seven, a little over seven years. Uh, And those first couple of years were rough because it was just the transition being big fish in a small pond to being <laughs>
0: bait. <baked? laughs> chum in the water. <laughs> <laughs> chum in the water. I fucking love that. At what point did you stop feeling like that you were chum in the water here?
1: Uh, I don't think that goes away. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I don't think it goes. It's, it's hard, man. It's hard, I think, uh, just because uh, as a fan of comedy, as much as I am uh, kind of a student and someone who wants to be good at it, uh, it's hard to be out and See so many of my peers doing so many great things yeah. on a nightly basis, and then come home and go, "All right, well, uh, be my own person, but also be great."
0: Yeah, but it, so it kind of drives you to higher heights, even though it fucking sucks in the meantime.
1: Yeah, that, and that's why they say New York City is the best place to go if you want to be a better comic because the pressure yeah. is on.
0: See, well, let's hope it fucking opens back up. I mean, I talked to I, think I, I talked to Bob Biggerstaff earlier today, and he's got a show coming up in Altoona, and I think. Uh, I talked to John Marco Cerezi, and he said that he was at an open mic, but I thought it might have been on the bed of a truck. So, I mean, there's little, <laughs> little opportunities to fucking do this shit, you know? Yeah,
1: I, and, but the, I, those things pop up, and, like, those are, those are cool ways to just get around it, just being outside and talking yeah. into a microphone.
0: Yeah, I mean, is there any way to kind of, yeah, so, so who books this block party? And is that something you're going to be saying pretty soon? <laughs> like, how the fuck do you get up outside in New York City? I guess block parties. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, there was a couple of shows in Central Park. So, I mean, Ah. if those come back, I think those people will be kind of fighting to get into there because where else can they go for the laugh that New York has been providing for all these years?
0: Because if not, there's a lot of talent going around that's being wasted, man. If If they can't fucking, you know, if New York City doesn't have this pool of talent to make people laugh, I mean, they're really missing out they really yeah. got to open up at some point safely. And that Dave Chappelle sh- special was a way to do that. Did you take down the recent Dave Chappelle thing where they were able to respect social distancing and take everybody's fever and shit?
1: Yeah, I mean, and that was pretty amazing. I felt like that was his backyard. That was probably his farm.
0: Oh, yeah. All right, so I mean, what did so you think of the special? I mean, it, was, you know, it wasn't as funny, of course, but it was nice to see... His, uh, it was nice to hear his two cents on the current issues.
1: Um, I think this is... It, it's another lane that Dave Chappelle is showing that he's yeah. just a master in and that is storytelling. Yeah. Uh just the way that he set it up. Um that sounded just kind of like he was uh it was it was just speaking freely and like ideas he wrote in the in a notebook and like he actually had his notebook in his hand. But the way he tied it all together at the end uh, to some of the things he said at the beginning, and, yeah. uh, uh, it wasn't always chasing a laugh, but there were pops in there. It was just like a it was just a beautiful story, and kind of like a kind of like something that you needed to hear that you didn't know you needed to hear, you know?
0: yeah, yeah, I think I felt that way. And I mean, do you think that you know that level of comfort on stage is something that you aspire to, and you know, given that you feel like chum half the time? It, yeah,
1: I mean, yeah, it's a. I think that difference is uh, being told that you, you're great
0: uh, uh, ever since you were
1: 19 years old. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, that's how you get comfortable, man. So go do that, Courtney Farrington. <laughs> just go ahead and do that. You know, get yourself a show. You know, be, be feted at the White House, and uh, you'll feel just as comfortable as Dave just did. Yeah, man. I've been
1: trying to write this Robin Hood Men in Tights for like the last four years, uh, <laughs> just to catch up with Dave. You know, like a half-baked <laughs> part two. <laughs>
0: And so, I mean, is any of the stuff like, you know, I'm looking at your bio here and it looks like you had military parents. I mean, is that stuff, you know, making its way into your act? And is that something that no other New York City comic can really talk about in much depth?
1: Um, So uh, a little bit. Um, So the military parents and then actually joining the military uh, does kind of bleed into my act just a little bit. Um, It's something that I played close to the chest for a long time, uh, only because... uh, my day job was working for the government. Yeah. Uh, so I kind of just didn't say much. Um, but now I don't. And the jokes are
0: coming. Good. And so during quarantine, you could just fucking, you know, use that time, like you said, to, uh, to write like crazy. And you can now, you're now free to talk about, you know, being in the Marines and, ha- and coming from a military family. Right, right. And is that uh, the kind yeah. of, I mean, are you autobi- autobiographical on stage for the most part? Uh,
1: yeah. As of recently, yeah. I mean, because I think that's the being here where everyone else is covering every topic uh yeah. one of the easiest ways to be original is just to be yourself and tell your okay. story yeah,
0: and so i mean like you know you know to the extent you've been able to talk about that on stage what's getting the best response like what persona i suppose persona develops after you know you and the crowd meet you halfway you start finding out what they're laughing at what they're not laughing at like what's getting the best re- response on stage for you
1: um right now this thing of vulnerability uh okay um uh, because i was married uh for a decent amount of time and uh got married young so i figured myself out i figured out i figured out who i was sexually as an adult versus uh as someone in their early 20s late teens mid 20s mm-hmm. uh, cuz i spent all that i spent most of my 20s married mm-hmm. um so i just had these some 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 fun vulnerable moments on stage just figuring shit out and i think that uh that's been some positive feedback
0: and so so they buy but they buy the sex the sex vulnerability
1: it yeah it's 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 it the sex vulnerability is what leads into the other stuff
0: uh okay.
1: i think if you if i can if I can personally talk about those things uh in an open way, it kind of lets me let my guard down and everyone else lets their guard down, so then when I talk about something uh, health or um just being my take on being black in society, uh, they trust where I'm coming from.
0: Oh, good. Good. Because they could connect connect with the insight that you have into the whole sex thing.
1: Right, right. So it's just like, oh, well, this guy just told us uh, something personal. Um, And we might have gone through it, and it's silly, and we just never said it out loud. And I mean, like, he's on stage, and he seems put together, and he's making fun of this thing. So, like, where I go from there is wherever I can, wherever I want to go, because I feel like a majority of the crowd is now on my side.
0: And without doing the material, what can you kind of teach me, who's kind of uh, just a a bizarro, just I'm I'm fucking alien to the whole sex thing. It's just fucking too close and weird for me. Like, what (laughs) can you, you know, what did you kind of learn, you know, after you got out of the marriage? Like, you know, what lessons could you teach somebody who's fucking freaked out by the whole thing?
1: Um, I think one of the things I talk about the most is. Uh Guys should talk about sex with their friends like in a in an open and honest way, like as much trash as we talk uh about what we do we yeah. never we never we're never vulnerable. we never talk about our losses it 's just like we're it's it's like Instagram, but with sex conversations like you only post the wins, you only post your best side yeah. uh, when you 're talking to your friends but like that 's how I get into it where it 's just like are you honest with your friends about the kind of sex you 're having? It would yeah. make us better as, as uh, just as dudes being in sexual situations. If we knew things were normal, or if uh, situations come up, or if we knew that we could talk to someone openly about it.
0: And so, I mean, at some point, did you start talking with your friends, such that you knew it was a great idea and that it was helpful to you? Yeah. Uh, and, yeah. Kind of. What? What gave you that idea? You know, like why did you, why did you start? you know what were some of the initial interactions like and uh now now you probably have a crew of friends who's comfortable talking about that sort of thing
1: um so my closest friends are just like people I've known since preteen early teens and then uh my other closest friends are all comics so you know comics have no filters and yeah
0: that's <laughs> why I love ta- that's why I'm talking to you guys man I want people who are open and honest who are actually going to fucking meet me in some weird places as far as conversation you know like there's nothing there's no pitch I throw that a comic doesn't hit out of the park
1: <laughs> right. at, uh, least, man, at, least, at
0: least make contact with because you know yeah, yeah, yeah if it's not going to be funny at least it's going to be interesting high batting
1: averages those comics
0: yeah yeah um, and so I mean <laughs> so you, you find yourself talking to the comics as well you know kind of in a more you know a less locker room talk and more op- open and honest way
1: Yeah, I mean, and I think I've grown a lot, excuse me, I've grown a lot since living in New York City, and then, like, the friends that I've grown with here have just all been people that, like, when we stop being, quote, unquote, on, and, like, having that big comedy energy, you can just say some real stuff, too, like, hey, had this weird thing last night, blah, 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 Uh, and they're just like, that's crazy, but also, yeah, I get it, I get get it. (laughs) But yeah, some other crazy shit happened to me, let me tell you about it, I love that. Exactly.
0: Yeah. No, I know exactly what you're talking about. One time I got stuck. Don't even know how that happened. Like, <laughs> <laughs> One time it broke. I can't believe shit breaks. Let me tell you. Yeah. Yeah. So that's cool. So you talk about that on stage and people with the, you know, in the crowd are relating to that and maybe learning something from it. But it's also, like you said, a nice segue into your other, you know, other stuff, you know, now that they trust you a little bit. Yeah. And so, I mean, you know, do you find yourself because Zoom is so fucking weird Are do you find yourself tailoring your set at all because it's so weird and you dislike it?
1: um yeah and i think that's my i tried to do a set so out of all of the zoom shows uh i told myself one time i had wrote some i had written some new bits and i was gonna say them on zoom and it just went so poorly uh and i was just like wow i've never bombed at home before uh (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i thought like bombing in your living room would be fine you just close the laptop and turn on netflix but like you at least, if you bomb out, like you ride the train, and by the time you get home, you're like, All right, that's that's behind me.
0: Yeah, it's just I'll, like, you I'll get, I'll get a new, yeah, new audience next time, right?
1: Exactly, you bomb at home they're on the couch with you after you bomb. So it's just like, <laughs> it, just sits, it just sits in there
0: like a, like a heavy fog. It's in it was bed. You're also imputing some negative-ass memories to your, you know, your living room furniture. Like, <laughs> I hate this fucking couch. I bombed 13 times on this bitch. Exactly. There's no work-life balance. <laughs> oh, yeah, I love that. It's some fucking bad juju. It's just like bad sex. At least, you know, I hope you're actually talking about the bombing with your comic friends because maybe they can help you feel better about that sort of thing, just like the sex talk.
1: Oh, yeah, no, um, one of my closest friends, Shalewa was sharp. she's fucking like, amazing uh as soon as I bombed, I texted her, and I was just like, that went terribly, <laughs> and she goes, "No, nah, I was watching it wasn't as bad as you thought, but
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's never as bad as you think, but it's also never as good as you think either, so that's always I think Barack Obama had something like that, you know, never get too high, never get too low." Right. And uh, and I think my thing is like oh, I never you know it's never as bad or it's never it never as good. Just kind of stay even balanced. But yeah, it's like how the fuck do you change? You know what happened such that you bombed, and how the fuck can you make sure it doesn't happen again? Right? Um, I think yeah, but it's, is it like you know maybe don't do? I mean, is it was it ne- just the Zoom format, or you know the stuff you were trying was a little bit too risque, and it made you get all freaked out at the people staring Zoom ads?
1: I think it was just the Zoom format. I think it was just you know being new to that Zoom format uh, in a space where it's usually this. It's usually just me and someone else talking. And um, if I'm on, I can, you know, conversationally make something funny. Uh, But just the format of being solo and trying to do bits in front of just some very close-up faces of people who are, (laughs) I mean, you're not going to be as attentive as you would be at a comedy show. So uh, the whole situation just threw me off. Wow. Yeah. One of the
0: ways that th- I was talking to Ralph Anthony about, you know, one of the ways that you keep people present is by, you know, kind of calling on them, doing crowd work. And that's something you can't even do. There's no risk of crowd work if you know, you're know you just one of these fucking big heads. I know right. Cody Sherrington isn't going to break up his set and start attacking me for, for petting my dog instead of listening.
1: All right. Exactly. Also, uh, trying to do crowd work on Zoom and watch someone find the mute button. So they can unmute
0: themselves. <laughs> That's not happening. No, nobody wants that. <laughs> well dude, I mean we're gonna we're gonna kinda you know, I'm going to follow your uh you know, your big com, your big c comedy on Twitter. Are you also big c comedy at uh Instagram? Uh
1: I am, but I took taking a a a mental health break
0: uh, okay. from
1: Instagram. So okay. no Instagram at the moment. Um, okay, but you can follow me on Twitter. Uh There is a Facebook floating around there with my name on it. (laughs) Um, And actually, there is an Instagram account that you can go to. It is uh, There's two. One is Butterscotch Comedy uh, in New York City, uh, Butterscotch Comedy Brooklyn. That is a show that I run if it ever comes back. And the other is Thug Passion NYC, which is also another show slash, uh, I guess, group series of group projects with me and Chile with sharp um so everything from weird lives to comedy shows to all types of crazy stuff
0: yeah i see here i see the thug passion nyc yeah but in the mean i'm also gonna man this twitter thing i love the twitter thing because you really got your finger on the pulse of what kind of escapist shit i need <laughs> oh dude. do you do you like singing jingles uh dude like... yeah well anything about pizza bagels man and fucking you know popeye's chicken and you know, the Whispers, you're, you're talking about haircut and, like, and you're talking about the Whispers band. I love all that shit.
1: Uh, thanks, man. I appreciate it. Uh, I'm glad that it's not going <laughs> unnoticed, my, oh, my, yeah. random, my random outcries of goofiness.
0: Yeah, I can't get, like, you know, and I, you do get a little bit. I mean, you are, you know, you do stay on point. There's certain uh, topical things on here, but it's just fucking all the people I follow, man. Everybody's got the social justice thing, you know? I'm going to go to Courtney Farrington if I want to see some fucking escape of shit.
1: Yeah. Uh yeah, it's 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 sandwiched in there. It's gonna be some, some gems from uh, you know, uh the community and activism, but there's also gonna be some very, very fun and, and goofy uh tweets in there.
0: Because the goofiest
1: tweets get deleted. So if you are <laughs> if you're quick, you can actually see in screenshots some of the goofier things that I will post everything. Nothing goes okay. to the drafts, everything goes to the feed right. and I might delete it.
0: But sometimes you wake up pissed off and sometimes you wake up feeling silly. Exactly. To Courtney Fearington, thank you so much.
1: Thank you for having me, man. Appreciate it, Brian.